either Ozzie Nelson was left with a lot of money or he made an imaginary income, but we know that he never left the house. Harriet, wearing pearls around her neck and always wearing a bewildering look on her face, raised their two sons when only one really mattered, Ricky Nelson. So goes how the American family was portrayed on television, modeling for us what a family looks like and how they act. How many of life's situations can be addressed and solved in only 23 minutes, not counting the ads? Robert Young arrives home from a real job, and his waiting wife and three children are waiting in the living room as though they've been waiting for him for eight hours. He arrives home, and there's gleeful Jane Wyatt, easily replacing his sport coat with patches on the elbows with his evening sweater with patches on the elbows. His children eagerly welcome him back home, Lauren Chapin, Eleanor Donahue, and Billy Gray. Their TV version of family life is settled in those same 23 minutes without ads and living up to the program's title that only, and I mean only, Father Knows Best. So much for Jane Wyatt. Those were my growing up TV shows that influenced and represented for me and my siblings what American family looks like and acts like. Not to mention the beaver, who was very influential for me. Eddie Haskell remains a hero for me. Eddie is an early version of the Fonz character in Happy Days. Today's TV families seem to offer the opposite. They now show us children who advise and direct the parents, as though their parents don't know anything. At a family's Christmas gathering a few years ago, my great nieces and nephews, ages one to three years old, are running around and yelling as though they know what they're doing, with doubting parents smiling away at their crazy antics. I turned to my then 70-year-old sister and said we would never have gotten away with this. She nodded and smiled back at me. The mid-70s and 80s roll around, and suddenly psychology introduces us to a shockingly new revelation. A new word has been added to a centuries-old gathering of progenies. Dysfunctional. That temporary word that gave my family's circle a word to toss around as though we needed a tossable word. I'm the way I am because of my weird parents. My words. The authors had nicer and nastier words for parental actions and behaviors. And now I need a drum roll. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for that forever unending TV human show featuring no one else than that sorry you in that formidable age-old game show called The Blame Game. It's a show where no one wins and everybody loses. Isn't that great? I'm Johnny Olson, your friendly announcer. We have today in our studio audience a captured audience of one. Please note the word, captured. Our parting gift today is Head and Shoulders. Head and Shoulders shampoo, because there's no heart and soul to be found in our product, nor in our star. Now let's give a warm clap welcome, a one clap welcome to your host and guest, who doesn't need an introduction because... It's the very same person, you. You have now found a new convenient outlet for all your tales of woe, 
only now presented in fancy scientific language. I thought to myself after reading far too many of those books, I belong to a dysfunctional family. That explains who I am. I'm me because of my parents. I'm the winner of my very own living game show. Your version of this reckless TV show of your young and adult life can run for seasons, many seasons in real time, regrettably, sometimes all the seasons of your life. I regret to this day some of the information I learned from those books about how my parents' behavior formed me. I told my mother some of what I learned. I remember her only looking back at me with a forlorn, speechless look as though I just punched her in the stomach. I was essentially telling my mother that she was not Jane Wyatt, although my mother's name was Jane, nor was she the pearl-wearing, while-vacuuming mom, Barbara Billingsley, on Leave it to Beaver. I'm done with the setup for this reflection. Time has proven that my family is profoundly, singularly, and lovingly my family. Take away the opening and closing credits, but don't ever reduce my family to those perfectionist confines of television in order to shame my family. Families influence, not form. The formation is up to the individual. The family we call holy is riddled with what some may call dysfunction, sometimes personal, other times divinely planned. Find out for yourself. Cancel cable, dust off your Bible, and read away. During my parents' trip between Manitowoc and Sheboygan, about a 30-minute trip, my mother never realized that she left me in the church for three days. About the Blessed Mother's wine experience with Jesus at Cana, I'd have ivory soap in my mouth by talking back to my mother the way Jesus talked back to his. My mother's and mine, Pieta, was my last visit with her when she was in hospice care. I simply knelt down and touching her neck said, Mother. I never called her mom. She fidgeted slightly and the nurse said, She knows you. She hears you. There is no such thing as a dysfunctional family. There is only your beautifully own, one-of-a-kind assemblage of people sharing your DNA. Or are you sharing their DNA? It's family. My actions because of their behavior? Wrong. My behavior because of their actions? Wrong. We witness the behaviors and actions of others, especially parents, and either embrace or modify them. Ethically, it's called right or wrong. We witness and either embrace or modify. Morally, it's called good or bad. We all know that Jesus had his. A mom with a mysterious birth? What's, what's with that? A dad who never talked? An aunt and uncle who should be living in a nursing home give birth and raise a prophetic son to be the cousin of Jesus, one of his best friends. There are more stories to share about the supposedly normal Jesus family. There are more stories to share about my family, and someday I would love to hear about yours. Embrace, honor, celebrate your one family as your holy family, 
for they truly are, as best as any family can be. For they live either with or within you for the rest of your life. Never for television's 23 black and white minutes without ads before a lifetime.